So if, say, you have two people, one person is controlling another person's body. <laughs> wow, you're already... So, okay, so, 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 th so thinking about, so think about Stargate. And you know their their communication stones or any of the other many times that they like do body swapping kinds of things. So one of these people is in somebody else's body. These two people have sex. Does this count as rape? This is Eight Bit Episode Thirty Three: Basis for a Wonderful Relationship on Sunday, April Twenty First, Two Thousand Thirteen, and now. Off the rails. This episode is hosted by Ian Buck and Ian Decker with guest Sean Stockholm. It sounds more like masturbation to me. What? No, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. So you have person A, person B, and person C, right? Yes. Person A and person B swap bodies. Okay. Then person A in person B's body has sex with person C. Okay. Yes. So does this count as rape? Because person B never gave consent for their body to be used that way. But they're not in their body. Then I guess so, yeah. It does! Oh my gosh, watch Stargate that Universe. It happens all the time. Who's the rapist? Both, of, it, the, both of the other two. If everyone is knowing, then you have... No, no, because the, the person B wouldn't know what's going on because they're not there. No, but the other two people are knowing of it. Yeah. Is the is the person in the original? I think the person in the original body is more responsible than the person in the body that's like screwing them, because <laughs> because they gave up their body. Well, no, 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 no. no. The per Which means the they were asking who, for it, right? Right. Yes. Look at what no. they were wearing. No, 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 I don't think that the uh, person who's in their own body, who's supposed to be in their own body, who's mm -hmm. having sex at the time, okay. or the person who's in someone else's body, you don't think is responsible? Yes. Okay. Because. The other, the people who switched bodies had a mutual trust with each other. And, Which was then broken! But it wasn't broken by the person having sex with the other person. It was broken by the person who broke it. Because well, the person who's having sex with the person who's in the wrong body might be able to understand that that person might have an agreement with the other person that's unspoken and unspoken. might make that okay. You can't unspeak agreements about sex! You can't unsex them either. Well... Regardless of how much we want to get into a morality discussion, that seems like more like philosophy. Thing this is kind of a philosophy discussion, thing. yeah. We can get pretty deep into this. So, yeah, the, the oh, overarching question that I have here is, how does this relate to video games? Well, so, um, imagine that the video game characters that you're playing as are real people, and you're just controlling their bodies so temporarily. So we Commander Shepard. All day Poor long. guy. Repeatedly. <laughs> well, depends on times. depends I mean, on who you are. Oh well, okay, I got you. Oh my I God. am Gareth Vicarian, and this Shepherd. is my rectum. <laughs> Welcome to Eight Bit, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, if you're still listening to this, congratulations, uh, <laughs> Andrew Bailey. <laughs> you win at. Uh, well, then that makes us all murderers too. Oh, oh yeah, and. Dead. I'm a homicidal maniac by now. Wait, 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 wait. Then I haven't... In this case, rape. no, not rape. Totally not. So it's all fine. So is it suicide, it's all good. then, if I kill myself in a video game? Well, yeah, because, you know, the the Halo announcer <laughs> yells, suicide. See, you were thinking... I'm glad we were both on Halo at the time. I was thinking <laughs> Halo 2. Halo 2, to be specific. Well, that's the only one to play. Yeah, it's the best one. <laughs> Where there's jumping elites... Yeah. Coming down from the oh, God. 
I like in the newest one they actually created a hologram. You know, you got the hologram where you can shoot it at. You know, mm. you, you guys know the hologram thing where you can make it run out in the direction. Well, if you point it at a body that you just killed, the hologram will actually go up and uh, teabag it for you. Are you serious? I know. <laughs> oh, cool. I'm, I'm glad that Declan verified because Double I was like teabagging. 90% certain. I read an article about it, but <laughs> so the you... article could have just been sh** me. And, but... So you can have a That's... double teabagging where you're having your hologram oh and you're teabagging. You could potentially teabag yourself. Does this count as rape? With a decent amount of leg. You would that have to have some good leg, because with hit scanning, you could teabag yourself. <laughs> yeah, that one would be that one would be masturbation. Though. That's cool. <laughs> that'd be that'd be difficult to that'd be difficult to time out. I mean, that'd just be pure luck, but you better have like fraps or something running. <laughs> so everybody, please welcome our newest guest, Sean Stockholm. <laughs> <laughs> Sean lives upstairs for me, and uh, he's hugely into uh, computer hardware, and uh, he hates casual games. Oh, I love Minecraft. Uh, yeah. I'm a hypocrite. But... <laughs> <laughs> so since this is your first time on the show, Sean, uh, we've got a few questions. For... What is that? Yeah. Silly potty. Wow, you made that into a very nice wizard's hat. Bing. I'm not going to set it on my head. I don't want it in my hair. Do it. Keep talking. Right. So, uh, interview. How did you first get into video games, Sean? It's grouping. Um, I had some friends with an N64, and we played GoldenEye and, like, Kirby and uh, Mario Party, the, the, some of the best games ever made, I guess. Oh, yeah. And I loved them, and then eventually I got an Xbox from Santa, and... That it's game over there. Life's Dang, gone. Santa never gave me anything that expensive. No. <laughs> I, I'm disappointed my parents never got me any good presents. <laughs> I, I talked to them. I was like, what the hell? It's only ever Santa, though. Yeah, it's like, well, you guys gotta step up. This guy? I don't even know him. <laughs> He's just some creepy old man who knows when I'm asleep. <laughs> oh. Well, hey there. Get your fat ass back over here. But yeah, got Xbox Live and I uh, played a lot of Halo too. Oh. Pervert the pervert is secretly Santa Claus. Hide your kids. Well, hide your kids and hide your kids. All right. So another question for you: What is your favorite genre? Um, I play a lot of. Oh, cool! I wrote it down there. Like, I <laughs> if well, you can I'm, take it seriously, yeah, I'll. I'll play whatever game for the most part if I feel like playing it, but generally, why is there a person in your window well? Pay him no mind, that's just Matt. Um, that's just Matt. I like strategy and RPGs a lot. I've kind of strayed away from just uh, like first-person shooter, because they're a lot of work to be good at. You know, RPGs and strategy games, if you're good at thinking you can be good at them, you don't have to be mm -hmm. good at pointing something very quickly at something else. So you you don't like games that have become casualized, but you don't like having to have quick twitch skills. Um. Yeah. Okay. I well, I like. You are a hypocrite. I enjoy it. I when I'm playing a game, I like to have to grind a lot. Like, like when you're fucking playing marathon back in the day, you had to just sit and kill stuff mindlessly to be good. And then you'd run out of ammo. Then you had to punch your way through the last half of the level. And you just want to die. 
because it just wasn't fun at all. That's what I want. Is Marathon the one that was made by Bungie? Yeah. Okay. Because Doom is for clubs. Of course it is. Yeah. Uh, so what's your favorite game of all time? All time. Of all time. Um, see, I didn't answer this question. <laughs> nope. Because I just have no idea. <laughs> um... Just go with Mass Effect. Totally. Oh, Mass Effect is an awful game. I liked the first one. It really got casual after that. Like, they completely changed the game, just completely, with respect to the title and, like, the main character. But, um, favorite game, though? Well, bang, okay. I'm just going to do a cop-out here and say Minecraft, even though it's not really my favorite. Half-Life 3. Half-Life 3, Half-Life yeah. 3. <laughs> That's what it says when I play Minecraft and actually launch it through Steam. Because who doesn't? you got to do that. If you're launching my... You have to... You have to do that. Mm-hmm. Watch me. Anyway. Then sort of oh, on the favorite game of all... Halo 2. Halo 2. It's got to... I have so many good... For nostalgia, it's got to be Halo 2. There's, I'm the best at Halo 2. I was like the top level and <laughs> I was... I can just destroy any of my friends in it that just kill me in any of the other games that, because they are just so much better at... You know what we should do now? Stuff. We should go back in time, have you play yourself from back then and get oh, your I, butt kicked. Yeah, I'd get my ass kicked, yeah. But I'd be Which playing you can on pay PC. No, no, no. no I, I'd, I'd still kick my ass because I'd be playing on PC and the other me would be playing on Xbox. And can you do that? Sticks. Is, yeah. is it cross-platform? No, but the other me would use a, co- a controller when he played on the computer, and thumbsticks are far inferior to using a mouse. Agreed. I agree. Because the, the best... For most games. The, the games best are. evidence of this is the fact that there's auto-aiming on every console game, and every PC game doesn't have auto-aiming. Now, there might be one exception, but I mean... It's a it's a shitty game. Do, you, do you have any in mind? You have one specific in mind, don't you? Um, you can turn off auto aim on some console games, most of because it, it's not fun to play with consoles without auto aim. Right. Uh, PC games don't need auto aim. Just don't. Just they don't need it. Especially if you're playing Bioshock on easy, like Katie. Oh golly. I, I watched her, I was watching her play out of the corner of my eye, and she just like walks up to the first big daddy that she meets. And in, in this area, and just start shooting it with a Tommy gun. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're going to die. No, don't do that. And she's like, no, I'm fine. They're not that hard. And I'm like, what? What? And she's like, she's like draining his health, like, I visibly, as she's shooting it with this gun. And I'm like, you're not even using anti-armor, like, bullets. What? Oh, you're on I'm easy, aren't sure you? that's what I did the first time I... But then I died. I died, like, 20 times, because I was on the hardest difficulty. <laughs> and then I got it. No Tommy guns. Like a good hardcore I'll consider I, the first Bioshock hardcore. No. I remember, I remember like planning out my my traps for the big daddies yeah. very, very elaborately. You know, oh, like yeah. mines all over the place in a path where I was expecting them to come, and then you know shoot a single grenade at them, and then running back oh, over my path, and then they would never hit my mines properly. It's like, ah, stop that! Stop yeah. hitting me! You're supposed to die. Hypnotize big daddy and making them kill each other is really <laughs> the best damn way to kill them. Wait, a what in a Big Daddy? Hypnotize. Killing each other? You know, when you save the little sisters, yeah. you get hypnotized Big Daddy eventually. And then you could, if there was two Big Daddies on a level, you find where one of them is, and you keep hypnotizing him and using up most of your atom because you're searching for the other. <laughs> and then you make them, then you shoot the other once, and then you bail. Just get out of there fast. 
and then they kill each other, or one of them, you know, they don't, they don't, well, one of them gets the other down to a sliver of health, and then one of them dies. Because huh. even once the hypnotize is gone, they've already hit each other once. They stay enemies. That's how the, mm-hmm. that's how it works. So one of them will die as long as you don't leave the level while they're fighting. Hmm. Don't get stuck in the middle because the one that you hypnotize is going to be pissed at you pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you get two little sisters, break their necks, get a bunch of Adam, keep moving. Or save them. Well, no, once you have, like, level one hypnotized Big Daddy, that's all you really need. Or you could do the right thing. Okay, so video game morality. Right. <laughs> when you're controlling yeah. someone else's body. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say it's uh, better to kill these little girls. They're uh, messed up. They, they're not going to bring anything positive to society. I think they're beyond helping. I think that they will be menaces to society later when they grow up because of the way that they're Just like up. you. Have you never watched The Good Ending? They have good, fulfilling lives. That's a lie. No. I know how it'll work out. No, it's really. not. Love conquers all. You've seen the kind of role models and the amount of killing and the amount of drugs these girls have been pumping. I was their role model. I spared them. I didn't spare anybody else in this city, but I spared them. <laughs> Just because the publishers didn't want to make the game as dark as they could have doesn't mean it wouldn't turn out like that. In real I life. don't think that Ken Levine uh, ever, you know, sh- shrinks at the. In, you the know. Eve he, he, was he, supposed to be heroin, and they wouldn't do it. <laughs> what? Really? Look it up. They wanted it to be heroin. I'm no. I'm really huh. not joking. The the hypos were supposed to be literally heroin. How does that make sense from a gameplay perspective, though? Because like, how's that it supposed makes to give you the... out. But that's not going to give you special powers. Exactly. It was supposed to be a much darker game, but they took things out of it because they needed to keep it. Because, like, Microsoft Studios, like, no. <laughs> Just no. Wait. Think, yeah. What did Microsoft have to do with this? It was Irrational uh, and 2K. Irrational 2K. Whatever. Whomever gets the, does the rating, whomever does the ESRB. Yeah, sure. Those guys. I don't. I don't have a bunch of proper nouns jammed up in my head. <laughs> Just take it with a grain of salt. Sure. <laughs> I like it, Ian. It looks good on you. Yeah. You could be a football player, except yeah. that you just like blew a kiss at me. Then I could definitely be a football player. Oh, because they're hitting on me all the time. Totally. Oh, we're still in the interview. <laughs> so, yeah. So our last question was, what is your favorite game? This next question completely Mass changed Effect. Really? Really? Your least favorite game is Mass Effect? Uh, He's lying. Two. No, three, then two. You haven't even played Mass three. Mass Effect one. I know. I, I don't need to. You can't. No. You can't <laughs> hit on a game that you haven't played. Mass Effect two. That's not, okay. Mass You're Effect terrible. one is a lot better than Mass Effect two. I'll stand a reason it's mid-tier for me. But games I hate the most, Mass Effect 2 by a wide margin. Maybe really? just for the trolling value, maybe because I actually dislike it. Actually, no, Mass Effect 2 is decent. I can't. I, I don't Are, are we going to get a real answer out of you or not? <laughs> games off the top of my head, Mass Effect. Because I'm not going to... There's a lot of very terrible games out there. Okay, how about like, a game you regretted buying the most? Oh. Is, is that another way of putting it? Of Orcs and Men. Well, uh, go... Uh, Grab a random handful of 50 games in my Steam library <laughs> and give me back a couple hundred bucks, and then uh, that's, that's the answer to your question. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. I spent too much money on. Screw you, future me. <laughs> yep. That's what it says on my Steam headliner. So. Oh, it does? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Seems legit with the amount of money that see, people like us I love Skyrim, actually. Well, but, wow, you only spent 13 hours in Skyrim. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of time. Uh, not for Skyrim. Yeah, so. For Skyrim? Oh, Should I see how much I have? Fun. Lias Origin was fun. Yeah, I know. I don't play a lot. Of is games. it actually? Do you actually say YS? What's well, Wise? That's such a silly name. Wise Origin. I think Wise is the no. Wise is the name of the country. It's not plural Y. It's actually Wise is the name. I yeah, know, Sean. Yeah. I have 167 hours in, in Skyrim. 13 isn't. And I know people have quite a bit more than me. 13 hours isn't a lot of time for this game. I had a I had a girlfriend when Skyrim came out. So. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. I did too. It's called a laptop. Thought about making a joke like, but I have a lot of hours in her. But then I decided not to. <laughs> no, that I would be. A, I just made it. That would be completely well, appropriate for this show. Yeah, I got it. Logged a lot of hours in that. Yeah. Was it uh, Was it free to play? Emphasis on log. Yeah. <laughs> I was so free to play. But then was it uh, was it pay to it win? It was pay to win. Okay. Hourly subscription? Uh, so many. Yeah, I had to get her dinner and flowers <laughs> and the, all that shit, you know. Yeah. Actually, I really don't. I've never dated anyone who is like, you know, take me out to dinner. Take me out to dinner. Oh, no, she never said that. You do it because then you move up in levels. Mm. You know, you get to... Is that called grinding? Or is grinding yeah. grinding? Well. <laughs> all the grinding. Yeah, you gotta. You you do have to grind a lot, though. This is true. <coughs> oh yeah. <coughs> Just saying. <coughs> I'm gonna be okay. <coughs> That's a lie. Don't make me laugh while I'm drinking. Ah, <coughs> <coughs> uh, right. Good interview. <laughs> so yeah, Mass Effect. Three. All right, fine. No, okay. that, no, okay, whatever. I haven't played it because I hate it the most. Why would I play something I hate the most? You know, Declan's been having a lot of fun with the multiplayer. <laughs> oh, okay, RPG and multiplayer just don't go together. That's where I said it. Elder Scrolls Online begs to differ. Not a... Yeah, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you M- just insulted M-O-R-P-G. the entire MMORPG oh, no, 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 no. genre. I said RPG, not MMORPG. I mean, like... That has RPG in it! Linear story RPG, beginning and ending. The kind where your player is powerful based off the power of... Is that a condom? No. Okay. No, that's still his city post. Okay, city it buddy. looks like a condom now. Ooh, but, um, you should use that as a... Just poke no, your... you really poke, shouldn't. Make, make it one break. Account. <laughs> and, and there's no lubricant. It would just stick. Oh, that would probably cause an infection, too. I mean, it is shiny, so at least it'd look cool, but that only be temporary. I believe we were talking about linear RPGs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm thinking about sex now. Um. <laughs> Take your time, no rush. No, uh, and do share. So speaking of the end of Mass Effect, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, okay, because I think of, like, my Knights of the Old Republic character, because that's, by wide margin, favorite RPG of all time, and I don't think many people can dispute how good of an RPG that is. Mm-hmm. My character's OP is shit by the end, but it's balanced against the other stuff in the game, because that's the nature of the game. 
I don't feel that it would be fun to play with that character against other people's characters, because that's kind of what's fun, is feeling how much overpowered your character is compared to the beginning of the game. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The Mass Effect 3 oh. multiplayer isn't against other players, it's co-op. See, I don't know that. And, okay, sounds like Borderlands. Actually, kind of, yeah. Okay, whatever, it's, I don't care. It's like the Mad Moxie um, DLC for, for Borderlands. By the way, you need to play Torchlight 2 and or Diablo 2. I've only played Torchlight 1. Torchlight 1 and Torchlight 2 are... Mm. Torchlight 2 is a lot better. Mm. Okay. A lot. It's it's worth it, if you like the whole co-op. So. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, if I ever decide to pick that up. It's like 10 bucks on Steam sometimes, by the way. It's nothing. Yeah. You get like 20 of them. And like, wait, now you cut and I don't have 200 bucks. Yeah, <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, you know. I think Steam you were just... thinking of getting a $1 game 20 times. Steam just hands that stuff out. It'll probably go on sale for like 6 bucks sometime if it's... Like, a uh, summer sale. Wait for that summer sale. Get it. I'll play it with you. That'd be fun. Actually, the games that Steam does, like, straight up give out are always either really crappy games that I don't want to play or Geometry Portal 2. Wars was only a dollar when oh. I got it for you. Oh, nice. Yeah. And me and, like, another five of my friends. Or six or ten. I don't know. I just bought it a bunch of times. I like Geometry Wars. Casuals. Oh, that's one game that works better with a with a uh, controller. Yeah, well, that's not a first person shooter. Well, that's that, a, first person shooters aren't the only things that exist. Arcade style games, platformers, uh, platformers mainly, thumbsticks, all two, the way. Two stick shooters. Yep. Yeah. Any any the okay. As if you remember when Moose was here a couple weeks ago, or a couple weekends ago, he was talking about how. Um, oh, that Moose. Yes, my friend Moose. Slash David Janicek, whatever you want to call him. Um, he was talking about how the movement when it comes to controllers is always better, but when it comes to looking around and the ability, the mobility to be able to shoot that way, that's always better with mouse with mice. So something that he's been trying to do is try and find a way where he can hook up a controller and have that as his ability for movement, and then have his mouse as. It's not terribly um, difficult. Um, doesn't Razer have those like? Game, yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah. They're what, are they, cool. what are they called? Um, Well, I don't, I don't want the, uh, I, I don't, I don't want the name of the oh, product. Like, I want the, uh, the category pads. of like gamepad. Yeah, because that's what the Wii U's controller is called. That's called the gamepad. Yeah, they. they Logitech they, has them as well, right? Yeah, of course they do. But I don't love those. My roommate had one. I tried it out a bit. <laughs> um, they're decent. You know, they came out with a new one. Wow. Yeah. Huh. And they have they have two versions of that oh, one that's that really clicky mechanical. and one that's silent and they're both mechanical. Yes, they have cherry blues. I love cherry blues. Oh my god, it's one of the reasons I didn't want it. It didn't have cherry blues. Are you talking about this this orb weaver thing? Yes, the orb weaver. Yeah, it's got a little uh, thumb analog stick. Yeah. That I think you can set to either do... It's a pain in the ass, by the way, to program that. Okay. Yeah. Well. I mean, they have presets, but, you know. Yeah. What game is that? Um, that kind of looks like League of Legends. Yeah, I thought so. It looks like it, but I don't recognize those abilities. Hmm. Maybe it's Dota 2, then? Uh, maybe, uh, maybe they didn't get copyright for stuff when they made this, and they just made stuff that looked reminiscent. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, okay. 
So listener feedback. Andrew Bailey, as usual, uh, says um, that 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 quote from the all-knowing slash singing Vortigaunt at the end of some radioactive pipe after the big helicopter battle just before the Black Mesa East. Uh So that is referring to the the many quotes that uh, that you found last week, Ian. Yeah. Um, And he would. Andrew's wondering if that's a quote from the the hidden Vortigaunt. Um, that you can get an achievement for, you know, finding him. Yep, the singing Vortigaunt. I actually, while you guys were talking during the fringe, I went and looked up a video of everything that he says, and I didn't hear it on there. Okay. So. So, no, that was not the singing Vortigaunt. No. Um, also, uh, Andrew Bailey wants to know if Cerberus colors are black and gold slash orangish, and yes, they are. Their uniforms are usually mostly white, and then with black and gold highlights. So, Cerberus is St. Olaf. <laughs> I'll tell my dad, but that won't mean anything to him. No. Because he won't know what your Cerberus is. No, unfortunately. Not Gustavus. Gustavus is much better than that. Gustavus yeah. is ebony and gold. There's a difference. Ebony. Do you ebony. go to Gustavus? Or... Yes, he does. Yeah, I'm at Gustavus. See, I don't love Morris. I'm I thought you guys were bluish. No, we're... It is, technically speaking, black and gold, but... We'll pass uh, the Cerberus... We'll, we'll pass the title of Cerberus on to Samuel. I'm okay with it. <laughs> um, so, listeners, we love getting feedback from you guys. So please go to the uh, contact form that's on the website and, you know, ask us some questions. Respond to what we say on the show. Uh, and we'll, we'll give a shout-out to you. Yep. That way it's not always just Andrew Bailey. Love him as we may. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, make sure to include context in what you're saying, please. Alright, so now we begin the headlines. Here's a cool application of machine learning, which is one of the things I am learning this semester. And by me, Um, I mean Ian Buck. That was, yeah, me. Yeah. I I was assuming that I was going to be reading the first headline. (laughs) You usually do, but you were busy with something, and I wanted to get stuff moving. So, anyway, so this is, um, here's a cool application of machine learning. This is one of the things that Ian Buck is going to be learning this semester. Tom Murphy evolved a program that can play NES games such as Mario, Pac-Man, and Tetris. It even figured out a few exploits within the games. So basically machine learning is, um, you know, you, you, give, you give the uh, program kind of a baseline, um, and then it evolves from there. So it'll, it'll make little tweaks to the program, try out new things, and each each time that it does something, it evaluates how well it, it performed. And then the ones that perform better, it will take those, duplicate them, evolve off of those, and eventually, you know, in theory anyway, it'll get better over time. So artificial and intelligence. Pr- kind of, yes, yeah. That, that is one of the things that would go into artificial intelligence, but artificial intelligence would have more to it than just that. Yeah, but the ability yeah. to learn it is one of the big one of the big things that AIs need. So. Yeah, it's cool but scary at the same time. <laughs> so Mirror's Edge joins the ranks of games that work on the Oculus Rift thanks to some open source drivers. Mirror's Edge is definitely the type of game that would benefit from Rift support. Can you imagine? Like, and in the uh, in yeah. the video in the video there they have. Um, the guy he's who's playing, you know, there there are some like balancing uh, gameplay aspects to Mirror's Edge, and like literally him tilting his head affected the balance in the game. Oh, it was crazy! Oh, oh God, why? Hey, look, we have our ghost back. Hey, uh, no, I've been a, what I've read about the Oculus Rift. I don't like how many pixels it has. I think it needs more. 
that's just me. Yeah, but I mean, as a first entry into you know the consumer end of this technology, I think it's a I think it's a very good. Yeah, it's yeah. a good start. Start. Yeah. I don't think I'll pour any money into that for as another five years at least. First modern entry. There was actually something that Nintendo came out with a while back that I was that. headset, and it was all red. It's one of actually the, got eye strain from it. One of the greatest failures. Uh, there's there, there's a good list I found once of like twenty like failures in entering the console market, and that's that's one of the that's one of them. Yeah. What else was there like like the DSXL or something like that? Or? Oh yeah, that was on the list. There was a bunch of them I've never heard of too. Game Boy Micro. Hey. How the micro looked interesting. I didn't have money yet. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do so, I say that? Yes, you say that one. Oh yeah. So speaking of Muse Edge, a company called Edge Games Incorporated was suing EA for trademark infringement. The court sided with EA and canceled those trademarks. That's a drag. How? What? How? Well, no, it's it's a good thing because those guys are just a, a trademark a troll and. Uh, yeah. Sure, but they were also they were also suing a, an independent studio at the same time who had made a game called Edge, and they weren't able to like do anything interesting with their game during like these these four years that this trademark dispute was going on. Mm. So, um, yep. So Edge is just an ass, pretty much. They make money by cheating. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Life trolls, <laughs> fuck trolls. Anyway, so. Here's an adorable video of a 90-year-old woman trying out an Oculus Rift for the first time. It is pretty adorable. Nothing in shock. So do, is, it, is it too big for your head? I'm holding it tight. What do you... She's oh. good. She's good. Did you get the picture of her doing that? I'm, not, I'm taking a video. This is going on YouTube. Oh, man. Situ, what do you it, think? It's so real. And, right. it's, and it's a picture in here, huh? Yeah. Oh, Lottie. That's pretty cool, right? It sure is. And you know what? Is it my eyes or are the leaves blowing in They're the blowing. They're right. You see it. Oh, man. How cool is that? Do you want to see the, do you want to see the ocean? Yeah. All right, I'll walk you over to the ocean. Oh. You want to look, look over to your left, I believe? Yeah, that way. Right, keep walking. Backwards. You can look straight again yeah, if you want. Yeah, look straight again if you want. And look a little bit towards your right. Yeah, keep going to your right. We'll oh, I see. I yeah. see something coming. <laughs> yeah, you're going to want to turn Put her up close here. to something so she can look yeah. like it. Should I she put my bathing suit on? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man alive. Oh, don't tell me over the water. <laughs> <laughs> you can look over the water if you want, all the way to the right. Oh, man See the alive. island out there? Now, originally, were these taken in Tuscany? No, that's all 3D. Oh, Somebody made that all on the computer. Oh, that's right, it's in 3D oh, too. My. It's all made on the computer. Oh my. Does it look like legit 3D? Oh, it looks like the sun is coming up. Hi guys! Hey Judy. How are you? Hi. Oh, this is something else, and I'm still sitting where I was. Yep. yep. Holy mackerel. Yeah, Can we move her so more? <laughs> I want a gravel like that. My Mimo would probably try that. <laughs> as long as we decided, or as long as we came up to her house and I brought friends with. Oh, yeah, of course. Because that's how Friend, my Friends that she can feed, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> that's what she likes to do. Love my Mima. 
So Ubisoft Montreal CEO has given his two cents on the whole uh, always online debate. He says that uh, a lot of people are always online already through other devices, and uh, I would suspect that the audience is ready. Of course, you know, I don't know if that reflects Ubisoft's official, uh, you know, stance on it, but uh, they already have Uplay, which is kind of annoying. If the CEO is saying it publicly, it would well, be awfully ir- irresponsible of him to be saying something that his company doesn't endorse. It, it is. He's the CEO of Ubisoft Montreal, which is just one of their in-house development That's what teams. I'm saying. It would be very yeah. irresponsible of a CEO of somebody in such a high position to say something that his company wouldn't publicly endorse. Mm. Because yeah. in a position like that, you need to watch what you say to any sort of press or media outlet. So I'd, I'd say Ubisoft probably is behind that. I have no idea. <laughs> what are, oh, do I have to say stuff? So? Okay. Yeah, we're just going to cycle uh, through. Like, all right. Yeah. Dean Hall, the lead designer for DayZ, has taken two months off to climb Mount Everest. Wow, just like Sir Edmund Hillary. He says that development will not be hindered during his absence. Says Sir Edmund Hillary is the first person up Mount Everest on my bathroom door. <laughs> <laughs> oh on a, no! On second floor. Did, like, did Aaron uh, theme yeah. yours after like adventures or something? Yeah, yeah. So I like yours. So uh, One Piece is like adventures. It is One Piece is an adventure. One Piece is the best anime ever. That's what I like. Oh, oh right, yeah, all the wanted right. Piece. That's all One Piece because it says belly on there. That's a berry. Mm-hmm. And that hilarious that half the time they call it belly and half the time they call it berry. Even in the manga, they spell it both ways, and that's their hmm. money. They don't have a single name for it. You lost me. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Video games, I'm talking about anime. So. To Barry. No, there's a One Piece game coming out, though. Or Ooh. came out sometime. Maybe it's relevant. Maybe. Ooh. I, I mean, I it either came sure. out within like the past month or two or is coming out. I really want to play it. Yeah, look that up. It's a fighting game. And I don't know. Oh, you lost me. Looks List up. of One Piece video games. Oh, boy. Whatever the newest one is. Most wow, recent one. List. December 2012. No, I'll keep going. No? Um, Are you sure? Cause no, it's newer than that. They're, like, seriously. You know, December 2012 was not very long ago. Oh, wait. Yeah, it must be that. Romance <laughs> Dawn. Yeah. Uh, for the PSP. No. What? No, it's... Mm-hmm. I don't... Um, could it be this one? I'm not going to worry about it. Me neither. I'm not going to worry about it. One of these days I'll play it, though, because I love one of these. <laughs> one of these days. Yeah, Sir Edmund Hillary did it without oxygen. He's the first guy. That's impressive. Probably We're going, by the way, for those of you who couldn't follow the conversation, this was back to climbing Mount, Mount Everest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What if he comes back with, like, no fingers and then can't finish programming the game? Like, that you know, people happen. without fingers find a way. Was he going to use his nose? He's going to slam his head in the keyboard. Well, you know what? We're going to talk about something similar later on, actually. Yep. But we'll get there eventually. For now, Company of Heroes 2's closed beta has become a little less closed. If you go and like their Facebook page, you can get a Steam key for the beta. Yep. So as... um, Who did we have on last week? Last week was Company of Heroes 2 beta, right? Yes, that that was Tyler, Tyler. right? Yeah. Yeah. So Tyler told us all about the, the... Company of Heroes 2 beta, and he uh, he seemed to like it a lot, so yeah, go out and get the beta, everybody. Um, so no more DLCs will be coming to Skyrim. 
Uh, and the dev support team who was working on, you know, those is now moving on to Bethesda's next project. Where's, what is it? What's their next project? What's their next project? Well, we'll get to that in a moment. Okay. Oh, The Last of uh, Us? The Last of Us. It's the a game. The Last of Us. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was used. No. <laughs> Actually, the first time I typed it, I almost did The Last of U.S., like both of them capitalized. Because I was thinking of Wise. Oh, my gosh. And... Um, I I could have tried to call it the Last of Us. There's so many choices. <laughs> okay, the Last of Us is having competitions for fans to get their names in the game. There is an art contest, a cosplay contest, and a video contest. And eight winners will be selected from each. So you should try to win. Winning is great. Winning. Oh, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you like? Is that? Um, but so winning. Yeah, uh, thanks for doing it worse than me. <laughs> no, that's what Alicia always used to say. So another one of her quotes. Anyway, sorry. Is it me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where are we at? All right. Valve Source Engine is arguably the most mod-friendly engine out there, which allows people to do awesome stuff like this: a fully playable source mod entertainment system with a cartridge for Super Mario Bros. in um, Counter Strike Global Offensive. It can be found in Reflex Gamers as see at Counter Strike Office Server. Yeah, and there's a there's a whole video on there of uh, them playing it. It's fully playable and everything. Um, and yeah, that's cool. It is yeah. cool. I like CS:GO too. Yeah, I like. So speaking of videos, we've got uh, a very good video here for you guys. Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon is going to be an utterly ridiculous and awesome game. And uh, they released a live-action short film that fits it perfectly. We're just going to watch a a little bit of it because it's uh, five minutes long. But you, all of you listeners should definitely go and actually watch it for real Mm -hmm. with the visuals. Mm Mm-hmm.
Yep. What is that? <laughs> what was what? What did we just watch? I didn't. Power Rangers. <laughs> Basically. Wait, really? You can wow. think of it as Power Rangers, pretty much. Far Cry 3 Blood. Oh, I forgot about this video. Oh, I need to copy that link URL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should talk about that one. Oh, the next. Okay. We have a new contender for best trailer of the year with Leviathan's jazzy trailer. That shows things down, slows things down. I'm a bit dyslexic, okay? It's okay. It slows things down a little. That's awful when I have to read things in class. Peggy 7. So many trailers are fast. Time to take it slow, like a boat. Leviathan Warships by Paradox. Mmm. Tactical turn-based strategy in a naval setting. What more could you want? Blow up some ships. You've earned it. Four different game modes. You gonna ship yourself? You wanna customize that boat? You wanna add some armor? You wanna add a cannon? A laser? Customize your fleet and play it against your friends. Why not? You're the boat boss. Fight on the waves and save in the clouds. You don't gotta be in the clouds. You're a boat. Can't fly. Cannons, cross-platform, coal engines, customization, lasers, lifeboats, low tides, leviathans, boats, bombs, baddies, and birds. You boat your ass. Single-player campaign stretching across four different platforms, and when you're bored with that, you're gonna play with your friends and shoot their boats. This ain't no $60 title. It ain't expensive. It's cheaper than a real boat. Can't argue with that. Maybe this boat's going whether you're on it or not. Hmm, Leviathan means big. The money we saved on voiceovers we put into the game, Leviathan Warships from Paradox Interactive and Pieces Interactive. Ship just got real. Free shipping, if you know what I mean. But really it's, it's digital. There's no distribution costs. Did you know that you can ship your pants? No, I don't even say that. I hate that commercial. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Um, it's hilarious because they talked about that commercial in the other two shows. Oh. <laughs> in uh, both Control Structure and at the Nexus. Uh, also, if anyone calls that actual jazz, I will punch them. That is. That was actual jazz. Smooth jazz will be deployed in three, oh! two. <laughs> oh. Oh. Turn-based strategy was kind of fun. Mm. I could deal with that game. I think. Yeah, I wonder. So it's cross-platform, but I wonder if um, when you know when you buy it on one platform, do you get it on all the other ones? Ooh. I bet I bet if you buy it like on in oh, through a humble bundle. Probably not. Uh, uh, you know iOS be. is a bitch. Well, yeah. But specific spe specifically I want to buy it on Steam and have it on both uh, you know, Windows and on Android. Yeah. Why don't you send them an email? Which is not hard. Why don't you send them an email? I'm sure they've thought of it. Probably. <laughs> All right. So there was a new Nintendo Direct this week where they announced a bunch of new games. This is only list of the ones Ian 
thinks are important. So if you want the whole thing, visit the website. And by Ian, I mean other Ian. Yeah. So, Mario and Luigi Dream Team coming to 3DS August 11th. A Mario Party game coming to 3DS this winter. A new Yoshi's Island game was announced for the 3DS. Donkey Kong Country coming to 3DS on May 24th. Earthbound is coming to the Wii U Virtual Console this year. Bravely Default Flying Fairy will come to North America in 2014. A sequel to A Link to the Past is coming to the 3DS this holiday. Professor Layton and the Asrin Legacies coming to North America in 2014. And Pikmin 3 is coming to the Wii U August 4th. No, it needs to be 2014 already. I love the Professor Layton games. I knew you were going to be interested in that one. That's why I put it in. Uh-huh. And Earthbound is cool. That's where all the, that's where Ness and Lucas came from, from those games. It was called Mother, actually, over in Japan. Yep. It's really sort of kind of strange game is the best way to describe it. Anyway. Strange game. It's uh, an RPG. But. So Dota 2, uh, there was a Dota 2 tournament put, being put on by G1 Champions League that has been postponed due to a DDoS attack. Um, and I really can't imagine who would want to deny service to a Dota 2 tournament. Like, why would anybody do that? I think it'd be fun. I don't know. You know, if you're into that kind of thing, like, pissing other people off, it's... I mean, really, oh, it's kind of fun to... You mean, like, being an asshole? Yeah. Oh, people have fun with that? Yeah. Oh. It's terribly fun. I mean, if you're bad at it, I can understand how it wouldn't be funny, and... <laughs> Wait, is that a good thing? Is that a compliment? I, I think it's a good thing that I'm terrible at being mean to other people. I don't know. There's there's an art to it, not just being an ass, but doing it in a... Classy way? No, I'm not going to make an no. XKCD reference here. Sorry, I did not uh, mean for that one to play. Mm. But still, you know, you you got to do it in a way that's not too much, you know. Sure. If I was, if I was a full-on ass, I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have friends. <laughs> Push so it you're just I... a partial ass. You're only a half ass. Oh no! <laughs> I'm, I put my full ass into this. Thank you very much. Debatable. Debatable. All right, I'll take it. Because I don't understand. I'm certain, or I'm noticing a certain hole in your argument there. Where? Uh, I think he's referring <laughs> to asshole. It's not exposed right now. I can expose mine. Do it. Ryan's not here. Ryan's not here to take a screenshot. Yeah, probably for the better. Uh. <laughs> Am I gonna talk? Yeah, you're gonna talk about what? Microsoft about everything? Has? No, about the one that's up here. I'd rather talk about Microsoft. Okay, you can now transfer your League of Legends account between North America and European regions for a small twenty dollar fee. Small. Uh, small. Maybe it costs money to move stuff between surfers. I mean, not twenty bucks. Well, no, by any means. That's that's. Stupid. But I. But obviously, they don't want people to just go crazy with you know transferring accounts yeah. between. Kind of like how, dives and, you know yeah. Steam's new you know the Steam Green well not ter- you know they made, it cost, they made it cost money so people right. put a bunch of fake crap on there. Well, yeah, because people guess are dumb. Bucks makes yeah. sense that yeah. in that context. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Microsoft accounts are getting a two-step authentication, making them more secure. And apparently you could already somehow enable um, a two-step authentication with the uh, Google Authenticator, mm. um, but I think that requires like a specific, like you have to be on Android and you have to have that app and everything. Yeah. Makes Luckily, sense. Luckily, Microsoft is doing this 
before a bunch of identities get stolen. Because, you know, when Sony had <laughs> their entire client base get all their identities stolen, all just at once. That was brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant move. Glad I don't contribute to Sony. Yeah. Uh, Sony accounting. Wait, don't you have a PSP? Yeah, oh, yeah, I do. So, is your credit card on that? <laughs> nope. Oh, well, was it on it, like, what, a year ago? 2011, yeah. actually. That was almost two years ago now. A year is a decent estimation. Uh, it was in, like, May of 2011. Plus which... or minus a year. Sure. <sighs> so, you remember a couple of months ago when we reported <laughs> that the Boy Scouts were introducing a game design merit badge? Yeah. Well, the, uh, the Girl Scouts... <laughs> Ian remembers... <laughs> He's the one that matters. Pepperidge <laughs> Farm remembers. Pepperidge Farm remembers. I don't get it. And wasn't that a family guy? Yeah. <laughs> and there was like some racist thing or slaves or something. Or what was it? I don't remember. All I know is it's been turned onto a meme on the internet. It was something really bad and disgusting. And it was like Pepperidge Farm remembers. So Boy Scouts. <laughs> the uh, the Girl Scouts don't want to be left out from this. A uh, video game design patch has been introduced for the Girl Scouts of Greater Los Angeles with the eventual goal of bringing it to the entire country. That is fucking sweet. Yeah. More girl gamers and more encouraging girls to get into this thing would be a really cool you thing. Know. Can you stop taking apart my desktop? Um, no. No. <laughs> well, I actually, on the whole, have not been happy with girl gamers that I've met. They're all way too yeah. casual. They've I'll be right like, back. <gasps> There's something going on outside. I'm not sure what. Mm, I'm on duty tonight, so I'll be right back. You're always on duty tonight. But Wait, that did sound sexual. <laughs> what I was saying? No, what I said. Duty. Um, duty. <laughs> I, suppose, I suppose, yeah, Katie is kind of casual. They're all casual. Yeah. I mean, I've, I haven't, I'm not doubting their existence. Yeah. I'm just saying I have yet to meet one. So, yeah, I am doubting their existence. <laughs> a, a girl gamer who isn't casual that says, oh, I'm a girl gamer. I play I play Call of Duty. You know, I, I, I play Pokemon. Look at my Pokemon backpack. Oh, I play Minecraft. I'm so good at it. They're all just damn casual games. You can get pretty hardcore about Minecraft. Still casual, though. Right. At its most hardcore, it's on par with a normal game. Which is like when you're getting way deep into mm -hmm. redstone. Permanent death? That's pretty hardcore. Yeah, but that's still in a casual game. I, what? It's not. Minecraft is casual. It's, it's in Java. That has absolutely. That's just the programming language. What does that have to do with anything? Name a, name a Java game that isn't. RuneScape! Yeah. <laughs> Case in point. Oh, man. Well, I mean, that's a weird example because nobody programs yeah. anything serious in Java. You know? Yeah, that that is kind of my point. Though. Well, I'm not. I mean, but that's kind of like girl gamers can be hardcore, but I have yet to meet one. I have yet to play a Java game that's hardcore. But they right. could be hardcore. Sure. I worked that analogy. <laughs> so yeah. you worked it hard. But yeah, on the whole, girl gamers, they have they have like one redeeming quality. No, that's too bad. <laughs> that's too what bad. did you just... What were you about to say? <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to say that line because they said it in something I watched recently. Is oh, that Stargate? No, the, yeah, that was Stargate Universe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to say And they were talking about bad. alcohol. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
See, thanks for finishing up. What? Oh, that was that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> there she goes. <laughs> that's, that's just terrible. All right. Oh, oh, hey, speaking of uh, Pokemon. Mewtwo lookalike popped up a few weeks ago and is, in fact, a new form of Mewtwo. Wait, so Mewtwo 2 or Mew 3? Well, he's not exactly... No, it's, it's definitely not Mew 3. Or at least I don't think it is. I believe it's, that it's just like a new, like a new Mewtwo modern warfare form that <laughs> Mewtwo takes for the ne- for the next region. It'll be Mew E because that's halfway between two and three, and they needed some obscure number uh-huh. just to be obnoxious. Uh-huh. And then eventually, will they make a Mew E two and continue along that line? And then no, no, it'll it'll jump up to Mew three, then Mew Pi. Why Mew Pi? Because that's after three. Guess why well, we we skipped. Uh, uh, well, we should Bro. really... No, no, no. We should be on Mew... Um, damn it. What's the number I'm thinking of? Mew E. Oh. I said <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh! You didn't get it. Tried to come up with the, just, just the same joke and got it. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> By the way, everything's all right. It's just a couple girls found out that they were going to be rooming close by. No, they weren't shouting for that. Are they no, they, they, they were shouting because they learned that they were going to be rooming close by to each other. But the th- funny thing is, is they were up a floor and on the up other end of the hall. Wow. And I could still hear them with my door closed. It's a good thing we couldn't hear them. Yeah. So that's why I decided to drop in and double check. Okay. Thanks. Anyway. Ian, you're up next. Okay. Uh, are we on the book? Yes. Okay. A book about Marcus Person and the development story of Minecraft will come out on November 5th. A film is also in the works. What the fuck? Um, what? Just no. Just no? Just no. You don't want to read that? I don't. No. And maybe if Notch was making it, I'd loosely consider it, but just <laughs> no. What's Notch's actual name? Uh, it's right there. That's Notch's actual name. We just said it. Yeah, Marcus Person. So that's Notch's name. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I'm not sure how I feel about that. (laughs) I don't want it to exist. I mean, it's it's being written by a couple of freelance uh, writers uh, who interviewed Notch. A ton. Oh, the development story. I thought it meant backstory. Sorry, I didn't listen to you talking. I thought it was going to be a Minecraft book and then a Minecraft movie. No, it's not like a novel about <laughs> Joe like or whatever his Steve. name is. Steve. I thought it was going to be about Todd. Steve Minecraft. Oh my god, that'd be awful. <laughs> <laughs> development, that'll be still probably not that interesting. Well, I mean, it's just like the, uh, you know, Portal to the Final Hours, um, you know, what, whatever else, the Final Hours, you know, those, they're interesting little stories. Yeah, yeah. I haven't read any of those. Surgeons. Yeah. So, Surgeon Simulator 2013. Uh, it was originally released as a simple little flash game with you know only one one level, uh, only one type of surgery that you can perform. Well, uh, they've spent a bit more development time on it since it went viral, and they've made like a legitimate version of it that has been released on Steam, and it's thirty uh, percent off for a while. So, if you want to pick it up for seven dollars instead of ten, go buy it right now. Imagine if they were to port it to the Xbox, specifically for Kinect. For Kinect? <laughs> yeah. That'd be kind of cool. 
Well, you could work it yourself that way with a computer if you got a lot of free time. Yeah. Um, but, uh, well, actually, like, real surgeons have used uh, the Kinect as a training device. Oh, yeah. yeah. I read that. But Surgeon Simulator, you see... I don't think we want to use Surgeon Simulator as the, a training device. No. The main thing I think I'm going to have against this simulator is that it's not a... It's not off the rails. Because you've seen the you've seen the railroad simulator, Steve. Right? That off game. The, oh my gosh. Off the rails. And then that flight <laughs> Train sim, simulator. That flight sim. It's how about farming simulator 2013? Off the tarmac. Well, with farming oh, that, simulator, what you have to do is just get those tractor the silos. Oh my god, I'm good. Oh, I remember. I remember so one of the pre-order. What's that even off of? I don't know what to say it's off of. Well, there's one that's in an ambulance. That, that doesn't uh, make sense. Off the table? Mm, 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 I'm not feeling it. <laughs> it's off the blood spurts? <laughs> I saw the best video. Off the hemorrhages? Off the, see, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. Because I just love making off-the-rails jokes whenever I see that go on sale. That's my favorite part of it. It's half the reason I'd buy it. Just so I could be like, please don't yeah, tell me that you've game. bought it. I want when I've got money and it's on sale. Oh, oh my god, I'm gonna have it. So do you know? Hard. Do you know how much DLC there is for that game? It looks like a good game. Thirteen hundred dollars worth of DLCs. Drive trains down tracks. Train Simulator. Go look at it on Steam. Train Simulator has. Hang on. Let me let me look up the uh, Trains vs Zombies. Oh no. You drive trains and then you drive more trains. Oh my well, you know your roommate has it now because of me. Wait, what? I gave. Remember, I got um, I got a copy of Train Holy Simulator for ball. free. Okay, so there's actually uh two thousand three hundred and fifty three dollars and ninety two cents worth of DLC for Train Simulator two thousand thirteen by now. How? How? What do you mean how? Why? It's, why do they? How is it? There are all different engines and stuff that you can that you can buy to use in this game. But they're twenty it's, bucks each. It's basically I guess well not all of them. Now. I mean, I, if it's it's a simulator, so they put a bunch of physics mm-hmm. in it. Well, I, so my dad used to have this hobby that he never got around to actually doing, you know, which was model trains. And uh, he wanted to have like this huge model train network in our basement. And um, well, this is basically that. So if you want to buy, you know, another model train for your for your setup, and you can crash gonna have... them into each other too. Like <laughs> there's some interesting, like those trains can do some trainy shit, like they would in real life, but you never would because you. Did you just your ship trains. yourself? No, it's not a ship. No, he shipped himself. You have to you have to put it in the right context. Ship just got real. This game though is off the rails. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> We gotta keep moving. Yeah, we do. Is it my turn? Yes. Okay. Bethesda's new game has been announced. The Evil Within. <laughs> I love how you say it's so monotone. <laughs> it's like that is, movie, The Room. The project is being headed by Shinji Mikami. The, is that how you say his name? Uh, I guess Mikami. so. It's Japanese or something. See, I don't know how to say Just it. go on! <laughs> the creator of the Resident Evil series and the enemies shown in the trailer seem to have the same feel as those in the Resident Evil series, although far more freakish. The trailer itself doesn't show any gameplay, but damn, this looks to be on par with Amnesia and Dead Space. <laughs> Can I play the trailer for you guys? Flawless inflection. 
I don't think we really have time for the trailer, but um, but but yeah. So so the the great thing about this is that me? they uh. <laughs> okay, fringe. After we're done with the show, I'm showing it to you guys on the fringe because it is scary and freaky beyond a reason. This was only two minutes. Come on. No, no. Sorry. Uh, well then, fine. I'm not waiting your permission. No. Next. Stop it. Go on to the next one, Ian. The one contribution I have. Fine. Earlier this week, somebody discovered a discount code that would give you 90% off at the Razor UK store. This code wasn't supposed to exist. Needless to say, tons of people started using the code. Razor has decided to honor purchases by people who were only buying one item. Why didn't I know? Which is a pr- well, we're not in the UK, so it doesn't matter. I have a UK product or UK visa. Where are you gonna get it delivered to? Uh, to America. No, America. no, no. You don't but do if that. I buy it from a UK IP, it doesn't matter where I'm shipping it to. It's your IP I, that matters. I don't think that they'll ship it overseas. Why not? That's a crappy business model. No, because that's called region locking, and it happens. It just happens. Okay, yeah. Nintendo Nintendo it. releases things in Japan that never come over here. But you can get them over here. But you well, yeah. But you can't like go onto their online Somebody store and buy it and, ha- and have it shipped straight to you, you here. You have to buy it through other people who have bought it in Japan. And learn Japanese. Yeah. Well, so the Jack and Daxter collection is coming to the Vita in June. The Vita, which is pretty cool. Of course, it's already on the PS3. So, and everybody has a PS3 and not a Vita. It's my turn yet? I think it's your turn, yeah. We all know how hard it is to get a pentakill in League of Legends. I don't... I've never played it. Yeah. Um, Buck has no hope of ever getting one. No, I don't. And he's awful at video games. Just terrible. <laughs> so, can you imagine doing it without your hands? No. Keith Knight is a League player who was born in... Or born with... Amyoplasia arthrogrippos? So he has less muscle mass in his joints. It's stiffened. I can't read this one. (laughs) (laughs) He plays with a custom setup. He controls the mouse with the cheeks and he types with the pen that he holds in his mouth. He uses a foot and his elbows to push buttons on a specially designed controller. You should watch the videos. His first pen kill. Wow, that was fast. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So you should go watch that video. Tongue itches. Drink some water? Uh, no. Mm. Uh, uh. You know, I hear that something's going on with World of Tanks. World of Ooh. Tanks. Give me two seconds. Sorry. I'm... <laughs> what are you doing? He was taking a while to talk through things, so I... Anyway. Mm. <laughs> Stay with of... us, man. Yes, sorry. World of Tanks suffered a security breach in which emails and passwords were compromised. No financial information was breached. They are offering in-game gold as an incentive for players to change their passwords. And actually, I took advantage of that. And I got the 300 free gold on World of Tanks. Oh, yeah. I changed is my password as well. But is 300 a lot of gold? or is that? I don't like, think it is. It's, it's a decent amount. It's not incredible amounts, but it's still some. And it's really inflating the economy if you give everybody that much money without having any real backing. Um, well, in an economy where you control all of the prices anyway, I don't think that it's going to be when terribly it has, terrible. When it has no actual precious metal backing, it has no meaning when you just add more money into an economy. It just, it's, the economy's going to crash now. I'm telling you. That's not how this works. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> so, can you guys imagine the kind of political intrigue that must go on in the Elder Scrolls universe? No? Well, I'm sure that there's a lot of it. Uh, and soon you'll be able to experience it for yourself with a mod for Crusader Kings 2. It takes place before the Elder Scrolls games in a time when there was a lot of tribal warring going on. Hmm. Yeah. Crusader Kings... What? Wait, is Crusader Kings set within? No, Crusader the... Kings is a game yeah. in Europe, and somebody has made a mod for it where they, you know, it's a map of of Tamriel or whatever that uh, continent is called. Um, yes, Tamriel. Yeah, and then you control some faction within that and fight people. Oh, makes sense. Political intrigue. It's interesting, kind of. Don't like politics. Oh, a Canadian. <laughs> Hey! I just know it's gonna be a good. I just know it's gonna be good after reading that. Well, it also has to do with Sony. So yeah. Okay. Real good. A Canadian class action suit against Sony regarding the PSN hack back in 2011. So that's how you knew when it was. Okay. Yes, I did. Has, has reached a settlement. Canadian customers who filed a claim can get uh, that Sony only 50 cents in SOE cash. Whoa! That should be four dollars and fifty cents. I was going to say, that's like nothing. $4. Wow. Okay. Uh, who file a claim can get four fifty in SOE Sony Cash. Is a, is, and, what's and, the conversion? And, I was, okay. and a free and month. And a free month of Music Unlimited. Yep. That's nothing. What's a, what's a SOE Sony Cash? What's the... I'm not sure. Right um, I... Since it's only SOE, you know, Sony Online Entertainment, it only has to do with games that were published by Sony Online Entertainment. But, like, what's, um, the, what's the conversion ratio to, like, Microsoft points or something? <laughs> okay, you know what? Yeah. I mean, you should difficult. know that because Microsoft points are directly related to dollars, and this is already dollars. But... Dollars. Dollars. But uh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. How does it convert to a game now? Like, what can you get for four fifty? Well, it depends on the game, I suppose. No, no, no. I was going to get a Sony <laughs> or a PlayStation. <laughs> oh well. Mm. Is it me next? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, sorry. I'm yeah. Anyway, as we all know, Google Fiber is on its way to Austin, Texas. I didn't know that. Austin has a pretty big game development community, and many of them are excited at the kinds of product at the kinds of productivity boosts it will give them, as well as the fact that it will probably draw more developers to the area. Yep. So I may have to go to Austin and not work as a video game developer, but someone who works uh, on recording scores for video games. Ooh, yeah. No. And then I would have to buy all of the video games that you make soundtracks for, just so that you can laugh at me. No, just because we're good friends. Yeah, yeah, Korea has good internet. Right. But then he wouldn't understand anybody. So. And the, Kim Jong-un. Except, except for the uh, gentleman. Not that Korea. They have awful internet. Korea. <laughs> I don't think they really have, like, internet. I'm sure like, they the, do. They got, like, do the think, government probably is the only ones Kim that have. Kim Jong-un watches his internet. porn. He probably has it just live. He probably has, like, okay, I don't The Adventures of Kim Jong-un. Yeah, and how would he watch his own adventures if he didn't have the internet? He's got internet. Nobody He's else does. Probably got fast internet, too. I know he can download stuff in 240 pi- pixels without it actually stopping. <laughs> that says nothing. I'm confused. That's Kim Jong-un's internet. Ah, uh, so it's better than dial-up. 
Well, yes. not having it's not having internet is better than dial-up, in my opinion. So. I had to live with that until like three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't had to deal with slow internet since uh, Xbox came out, at least. I've had Xbox Live perhaps. Curse you, Santa! Giving what? Sean good internet. Oh. Hey, there you go. That's what your parents gave me. You know, compared I'm to... sure that that cost your parents a lot more than uh, the Xbox cost Santa. Oh, compared to internet costs, Xbox Live is nothing. Like, I don't see why people complain about it, Ian. I couldn't tell you. Other hand. 15 bucks a month is, is quite a lot for a simple subscription. 60 bucks thing. for a year? You, you buy it by the year. Do you have any idea how much I had to pay for uh, Amazon Prime? How much? Four bucks a month. So? So? That is like nothing. One of those two services, and I get actual you benefits. need a good ping. One of those services, you need the servers everywhere in order to have good pings based off of your regional location. You need Dude, upkeep it, for them, and you need anti If Amazon stuff. didn't have good servers, I wouldn't be able to watch things. It's different, though. They can stick their server on the other side of the country, and it doesn't matter. They can put it all in one rack in one place, and it doesn't matter hugely. Hey, did we just transition into our argument without even trying? Did we? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like we were making no progress, but we did, by See, the I'm, way. I'm a moderate when it comes to consoles, because there's, there's a lot of cool things that consoles can do that PC can't as of yet. Like what? Price-performance ratios. Yeah, but that's a farce. Why is it a farce? Because they're artificially lowering the price of the uh, consoles. No. And then making the, the games are designed the specifically games, for the hardware. And making and the, the games designed specifically for the cost games. more than they should. Everything is designed specifically for each other. It's synergy at its best. Uh, well, what, no, they're not always. They're not designed specifically for that because you've got games that were are, were made for all three platforms. So there's some cases where nobody, it's not perfect. What? But pretty much all games, that are, all. all games that are out there that are worth playing. You never okay, buy an no, Xbox gonna... game that doesn't work on your Xbox. You never buy a PlayStation game that doesn't work on your PlayStation. Well and you never buy a Nintendo game that doesn't work on your Nintendo. Unless you're an idiot and you buy it for the wrong Nintendo or the wrong PlayStation. Then you're just stupid. <laughs> but computer... I never, I, can... I never buy a PC game that doesn't work on my PC. Yeah, but you put a thousand bucks in your PC easily. True. I put you know. but let's say you only put five hundred bucks. No, let's say you put four hundred bucks in your PC because mm-hmm. let's, that's probably how much you could get the hardware in any of our modern consoles for. Sure. At least you can get much better hardware than than them by now. But four hundred bucks, put four hundred bucks in a PC, you're going to sometimes buy games that you can't play on your PC. Okay, maybe Crisis Three, and that's about it. And. You're not going to be playing on the pretty settings that you're going to be able to play with. Well, that's okay because console. console gamers aren't playing it on the pretty settings either. Also, you're going to have to deal with the difficulty of multiplayer sometimes because multiplayer isn't always as easy on a, on a PC, and Steam has made it considerably easier. I'll yes. give it that. But mm-hmm. there's just problems sometimes that are just difficult to deal with. And if you don't want to spend a lot of money, you don't want to spend a lot of time dealing with gaming, if you just want to sit down and casually play a game then you're going to take that old crappy laptop that your parents don't use and you're going to play League of Legends on it you're not going to go and get a, a how much do, do consoles cost nowadays? I think you're not, you're not going to get one of those because you well, can't afford one because you're a kid Ian, I think the market disagrees do you have any idea how many people play League of Legends? 
It is yeah, not a godly number. Any idea how many people own Xboxes, Playstations, and Wiis? Well, no, it because I have no idea how many of those have been recycled by now. Or just tossed out. It is much higher than the number that you are suggesting. Well, that's just one game. It's much higher than anyone who plays computer games, unless you count Farmville and that kind of... <laughs> I mean, I'm not... Okay, no, I'm not, even, I'm not going throw, to do that. Don't worry. in-browser games out, and mobile gaming, you're going to have to throw that out as far as phones go, because well, that really destabilizes a lot of arguments. Yeah, wait, what does that have to do with PC? Um, because it's all gaming, and you okay. should hold it all on a level playing. Okay, field, well, if we're going to be comparing phone gaming to anything, we're, we're not going to be comparing it to the we're 3DS. Not be, we're not going to be throwing extra things into the art. We're not going to compare apples to oranges anymore than we already are. <laughs> Portokolis means orange. <laughs> Miller comes from Greek word mila, which means apples. So really, we are oranges and we are apples. We are different, but we are all still fruit. <laughs> Eon Miller. What? <laughs> My Big Fat Greek Wedding? You've seen that. You had to have seen that. I've seen it. Of course you've seen it. Sure, I've seen it. Good. Some fat people in a wedding and they're Greek. No. There aren't really any fat people in that movie. Maybe her dad. I think I, I think I have seen it like once. Yeah. I, it's gone. Good movie. It's gone. Gone. It's a wonderful movie. But yeah, so um, yeah, my biggest my biggest problem with the consoles is he's a fanboy for Google and computer. He is. You are a fanboy for Google. Yeah. I am perfectly rational in the things that I prefer, okay? No, so I don't... At the things you prefer, you said it yourself right there, fanboy. Your rational towards the things you prefer. It says it all. What? That's what you said, you're rational towards the things you prefer. No, I'm rational about the things, like, the the reasons, I have reasons for the things that I prefer. You know? You you changed your wording. Okay, whatever, well, I didn't change what I meant. Okay, but no, so my biggest issue with consoles is the the licensing model that's behind them. You know, so they, they build they build this piece of hardware and it's a completely closed system and they, you know, artificially lower the price of entry by sell, by selling by selling the hardware for less than it costs them to make it. It works better for the consumer. And then they sell you your software that, that's for the system for more than it should, more than it needs to be sold for. It works better. And since nobody since since nobody can release hardware or software for your system without you approving it, they can make the prices be whatever the hell they they want. And in the case of Xbox, they also have a subscription thing for playing online in the first place. Which is perfect. Which I don't like. I don't like it. You just don't Um, like spending money on cheapskate. I don't like spending money on a regular like on a continuous basis. Which I don't like it. Um which is it's kind of the same way that I don't like, you know, the phones because, you know, they'll sell you phones for a lot less than the phones actually cost. They're lowering the price of the hardware and then they are screwing you with the contract that you have but, to get. Okay, it's so kind of, it's, it's the hey, same model. I prefer it I when the hardware problem. people do hardware Stop things. Talking. Software people do software <laughs> things. Stop talking. And then No, I haven't they do what you're talking about. In China, in there China. is no, um, they can't do contracts like we do, where we don't pay for the phone up front. So people have to pay for the entire phone, the entire $700 iPhone right away 
in the beginning of their contract. Mm -hmm. As a result, most people can't get the nice phones they want. And so iPhone wants to come out with a cheaper version of their iPhone with inferior parts so that the entry costs can be made cheaper. Good. But you need low entry costs so that people can get into things that are expensive easily because they want to be into them. And then they can pay the money over time because it's, it's easier to enter something that way, especially if you're casual. It's the same concept of taking out a loan. You take out a lot. I hate loans. I and don't I do loans. And you're a computer gamer, and that fits you. Spending a bunch of money up front, that's good. You're a computer gamer. You have to recognize most people don't want to spend all their money up front. Most people want to spend well, it over time. That's, they want to enjoy their stuff right That's away. That's what's great about the PC as well, is there are all of these different price points. You can get one that's you cheap. You can get crap can for still, cheap. Yeah, well, you wouldn't play crap for cheap. Well, I wouldn't because exactly. I'm me, so which is why else have to do it. Because they're not willing to pay as much as I'm willing to pay for my PC. So they should get it's fine. The they they will it. be able to play. Look, Declan. Declan plays on his desktop over there, You'll and it's it. on terrible resolution. And he doesn't get the frames per second that I would like him to get. But he plays it, and he's happy with it. That's all he's got. He played Bioshock Infinite on that game on that computer. Just saying, and somebody gives me. If somebody gave me four hundred bucks, said, "Get yourself a gaming system that's going to make you happy." I would never get a computer. I would get a console. I'd get a couple games, maybe an extra controller, probably not. And I'd be pretty damn happy with it because I'd plug it into my TV and I'd be playing I don't have games a TV. that night. Well, then fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, I don't know how you can deny my argument of its validity. But I, I am whatever. I'm just saying that the price of entry for PC is actually lower because there are tons of PCs out there that will cost you nothing that can still play games. No, they're not going to be able to play them as well as our PCs. My point is But people don't care that much about that. And if they did care that much why about make that, a compromise then they when would... you don't have to. Why make compromises in performance when we don't need to at the same price level? When the per price per performance the Price consoles make tons of compromises in performance. But it That's looks why good they... in the end. It looks good enough. And PCs at 400 bucks I... don't look good enough. They do look good enough. I'm making the argument that they do. Go play on a $400 PC and tell me it looks I will. Good. Actually, Sonya's, uh, Sonya's asking me to uh, help her to build a... Was it $400? It was somewhere around there. Uh, you, PC I... for gaming. Uh, run the parts by me before you get... Yeah, I know. I will. I can build a fair, probably better one than not not to not to. Well, no, I, I I understand that yeah. you are way more into yeah, computer I, hardware than yeah. I am. I I usually put five hundred dollars for the baseline for it. Uh, Actually, oh wait. Yeah, I'll I'll have to look back. Is she it. wanting an operating system because she's got to be looking at five hundred bucks if she's gonna be wants anything that's gonna boot. Well, if she can get Windows for 30, 40 bucks. 30 bucks here. Even then. That's fine. Yeah, whatever. Figure it out. Anyway, yeah. Ian, how do you feel about consoles? <laughs> Say you agree with me. <laughs> I'm a bit of a moderate. Because I think that there's a lot, as I said before, I like there's a lot of things that consoles can do that I really like. Just from like the exploring different hardware is a whole heck of a lot easier 
perspective than what desk or than what computers can. So like with the Wii Connect, and although they have stuff like that that's similar on PC, it was really developed and brought into action and into the market because of consoles, and especially with um, the way that multiplayer works, the ability to have parties and like have a bunch of friends over and playing on sort of one big platform, one big screen that's only really available on consoles, not so much on computers. It's getting there. It's, it's getting there. It's, it's, it's not there. I know. It's not um, there yet. So, by the way, being somebody who's played on both Xbox and PlayStation, Xbox is still leaps and bounds ahead of PlayStation in the online, in my opinion. But I and that's because they get money for it. That you can tell the money gets put into the online stuff. That the money that you give them, you get a better quality service for more you, money. You can't deny though that the uh, PlayStation Plus is a pretty darn good deal. Yeah, it's good. Say well, yeah. Saying one of them's leaps and bounds ahead of the other. Sure. So there's good things there. Um, I I guess I like PCs just because of the versatility of them. I mean, from someone who uses my PC from everything from gaming to porn. <laughs> I was thinking computer work, like for in particular for classwork or a lot of. Were you just stroking your desktop? I was rubbing it, yes. Mm. Wait, so you're a CA? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I just connected those dots. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on duty tonight? Yeah. yeah. Well, you said duty like duty, but... Uh, <laughs> duty. And, really? That's and, what I thought. But although consoles can also have some uh, multimedia stuff, that's there's a lot more of that stuff that's available for computers. So computers, I feel, are a lot more versatile, whereas consoles are a lot more specific. So that's why computers are able to cost so much more and to get away with it just because of their versatility, uh, utility as a general tool. Um, and again, like we were talking about with the different controllers, um, there's... As I said, movement is a lot easier with thumbs and whatnot, uh, whereas looking and precision stuff is a lot easier with mouse, it feels like. So there's, there's, it just depends on personal play style. If you're sort of like with the scout, if you're someone who like, yes, I, I see just, someone twitching. I was just going to say that uh, with the consoles as compared to PCs, the gaming scene feels more fair. Because it, uh, you can't be better based off the amount of money that you pour into it. Because you said, like my computer, I have triple monitors. I have a much wider field of view than anyone else that's ever playing. So I can see things and I can do things that other people just physically can't do because I put more money into my computer. But consoles, you're all on a flat line and everything's fair and based off your skill. Just another thing that I really like about consoles, too. Can we hook up mouse and keyboard to a console? No, I wish. Oh. Yes. Wait, what? Wait. You can for one of them. I what? Was you can. Xbox. There's, there's. You can do Xbox. I know that you can do Wii stuff. My grandparents have. You a can't. Game. You can't mouse. You can't mouse shoot on any games I know of. No. No. Yeah, that's well. That's, that's what, what I want to. to. Yeah, not quite like that, but for like. I, I don't want to be able to, you know, search YouTube with my keyboard. Well, I, I would like to be able to do that, but you, you can. You can do that on any of them now. Okay. Yeah, that's standard. But yeah, you can't. Uh, no mouse shooting, which is. If mouse shooting was on consoles... It would be all over. Uh, this argument would be weighted really far in one direction for mm-hmm. me, even though I still love PC gaming. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a lot easier being in the dorms, yeah. honestly, uh, just doing everything from my computer. Yeah. 
And I mean, I also like the aspect of the ability of retailers to use stuff like Steam or oh. I guess kind of Origin, which comes uh, mainly Origin. Oh. Well, I said kind of Origin. More Steam. A whole heck of a lot more Steam, where the developers of the game directly get a lot more Calm money. Down. Where the, where, the, where the developers of the games directly get a lot more money as a result of people buying them, as opposed to where in, uh, with a lot of console games there's the production value. I mean, yes, there is still some of that for PC, but it's not quite to the same extent that a lot of console games have. And I mean, they do have virtual consoles like on like the PlayStation Network and on Xbox Live. Where you can yeah, but that's, that's for games that were in previous generations and they're bringing them back. Yeah. Yeah. So... And I, I put a uh, an article uh, in the show notes underneath my argument um, about indie developers, you know, not really being able to get into the console market as well because there's all that overhead. There's tons of paperwork. There are fees that they have to pay, um, you know, in order to get on the uh, the consoles. One one terrible terrible example that's in there is uh, Fez which was a very popular indie game that released on Xbox, he decided not to patch a, a bug that uh, would corrupt save game files because Microsoft was going to charge them tens of thousands of dollars to recertify the game. Which mm. is ridiculous. That is. Yeah. And that stuff should be ironed out. Yeah. Yeah. But um, isolated incidents like that don't make PC better than computer because I could name just thousands of things that get wrong with PC games that just need patches upon patches upon patches because you have different hardware sets for everybody. Oh, it's easy to patch it, though, because it's on Different Windows. hardware sets for everybody just is a nightmare. <laughs> if everyone has the same hardware set, it makes it really easy for programmers to do stuff. Even when all of those hardware sets are cell processors? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Mm, okay. Uh, yes. Because let's because say one person... nobody knows how to program for that. One person had a cell processor, let's say, for just their fucking desktop, okay? That's not feasible. Windows won't run on that. Just Linux won't deal run with on it. That. Nothing just will run on that. Deal with the analogy. Okay. The grain of salt. The, the, the producer wouldn't want to go through and individually do that. You know, if you have an obscure set, you have, let's say, a crossfire set. No, a quad fire setup or a quad SLI setup. You're going to be boned. You're not going to play many games very good, even though you have the best hardware set. Okay, and that's that's just life. Because there's so many different hardware sets, and they don't have time to do that. That's what's nice about Because consoles, it just works when you put it in. And there's value in that. Mine just works. Yours works. That's great. Except red ring That's of good. Death. That's good for <laughs> you, Ian, that yours works. But some people's, it doesn't just work. You, you know that. We all know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's your argument's invalid. Done. What? Yeah. Wait, I thought you were making an argument. No, your argument, your counter-argument is invalid. About cell uh, processor? No, that you said that yours just works every time that argument's invalid. Oh. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even call that an argument. Oh, I did. Okay. I love it how it's really you two just arguing and then me putting in my thing and no one really... Well, yeah. Him and I have similar but completely opposing opinions about almost everything. It's great. Like, we... Uh, this uh, is the basis of a wonderful friendship, Sean. <laughs> no, yours and mine are the basis for a wonderful friendship. When I see you and the That's first thing that you do is leap into my arms, that is the basis for a wonderful friendship. They get up their bodies at what are you muttering about? I'm reading those. Oh. 
<laughs> um, Wait, where'd the Chisholm thing go? Chisholm? Chisholm. It's right there. Really? I, oh, Triple Chisholm. Okay. Yeah. So those are for, yeah. Okay. Anyway. See, I... Um, yeah. Oh, so that's consoles. Oh, are we already doing <laughs> I think so. I mean, do you want to say anything else? No. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, so there's a, there's a Minecraft update that's coming soon. Uh, Minecraft 1.6, and it'll have rideable horses, and they're converting it to use Java 6, which is funny because I think we're on Java 7 now, really. <laughs> um, and uh, and they're going to require you to have OpenGL 2.0 or above. Oh, God. Yeah. It took them long enough to put any OpenGL in there. I mean, I've been running Optifine for ages, but that'll help. Yep. Um, other than that, I don't really know much about that uh, that update. Yeah. Horses will be significant. Rideable horses. That'll be interesting. <laughs> oh, well, we have to... Oh, I hope we don't have to reset our... I don't remember how the seeds work. We might have to reset... Are you our... talking about the other thing that we're going to announce? Yeah. Ah, well, we have another announcement regarding Minecraft. The Nexus... The Nexus now has a Minecraft server. Yay! <laughs> well, because I wonder, because we just created it. I can't... No, the the horses should just be there. Because, uh, like, when they come out with new biomes and stuff, if you have an older server or whatever, and your seed is old, and the, the new ones don't get updated in it, so you have to update your stuff. Wait, your seed is old? Does that mean it's a little flow? Oh. <laughs> no, 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 that just means you need to... Are you uh, as good as dead? Reset everything. Uh start a new world from scratch. Which would That's be annoying. Yeah. Oh, well, not going to worry about it. Horses, though. Oh, my God. A way to travel quickly. Any direction. Oh, that'll be nice. Your seat is old. <laughs> um, so, yeah. We have, uh, we have a server for the Nexus. Um, very excited to announce that. Right now it's uh, being hosted on my desktop or Sean's laptop or Sean's desktop, depending on which is the most convenient to host on at any given time. Yeah. Um, so we we have, what, like eight people who uh, play on the server right now? Um, um, all of your people. Not all at once, of course. Yeah. Well, we had that one time. Yeah, well, we had that one time when there, I think there were like six out of the eight of us on it. Oh, on the so let's see, it was... Which was awesome. It was us three... Mm -hmm. Sean's friend, Savannah, Katie, Elliot, Caleb, and Savannah. So that's nine. I think you said Savannah twice. It's okay. We probably missed somebody. No, it was us three, Sean's friend, uh -huh. Katie, Elliot, Caleb, oh, and Savannah. So that's eight, yes. Yeah. Anyway. And then uh, Kaylin's also on there, but she doesn't play on it ever because uh, she's too attached to her single-player world sad. right now. She's going to get some time. <laughs> it really is sad. get some time in. Uh, she would never forgive me. Um, I have to tell her. So then, Sean, you can do that, and then Ian just doesn't have to have any of the blame, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so any listeners, all of you listeners, you should all play with us, and uh, we're not going to put the IP addresses just out there on the air. So use the contact form and uh, contact us, and we'll tell you the IP address, and then you can join us. Yeah, we've got a handful of them because we've been switching between them. <laughs> I, You'll figure it's it not out. Too it's, and then uh, this summer it'll change again. I think I'll be permanently hosting this summer unless we do something different. But. Yep. 
And we'll send out messages when that happens. Although, I might move it on to Hachi, which would be really nice, but I'm not sure. But that would cost money. Just for me. Yeah, but then the rest of us would also have to install it again. So. Yeah, whatever. Hachi is nice, though, because then you can actually have a password, and you can tell who is on and off, like, specifically, whenever you want, and it makes stuff a lot easier from a server management point of view. Do we want to tell them about kind of the cool things that we've been doing in the server? All right, server. Um, sure. I built another teleportation network and linked it to all the houses in there. We call it the Nexus well, because... Well, a Nexus. I call it a Nexus. I, I, with no relation to the title. That's just the best word I had to describe it. <laughs> Which means that we picked a good title for our uh, network. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of my houses is a skyship. It's pretty cool. There's a village, and there's a nether fortress within walking mm -hmm. distance of spawn. Yep. That's cool. Yep. Um, we have, well, let's see. We, we have a giant walkway in the sky. We have, oh, yeah, we built skyways before the nether teleportation existed, and I don't think anybody ever uses them anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. I built, like, uh, 200 snow golems, and they're just wandering around the snow biome right now. I'm not sure if anyone's noticed, but... Yeah, they're just there, which is really nice, because if an Enderman attacks, they just throw their their snowballs, and the Enderman just flies away. <laughs> Poor Enderman. The, yeah, Ooh. snow golems are the best defense against Enderman, usually. I acquired an army of wolves and killed an Enderman with them. Yeah. I, that was uh, fun. Take your army of wolves into my town. Well, they all died. And attack. Creepers, creepers killed them all Because the I might just have, like, ten iron golems. You will be destroyed, like, wait. That. Yeah, I'll just stick to be being beneficial to everyone and building things, make things. <laughs> so, like right now, I have. I was originally planning on making a mass transit system, but Sean beat me to it. <laughs> but <laughs> we're gonna use rail. Yours would have been expensive and time-consuming. Yeah. But rails look cool. You can build one inside the Nether, though, if you want. That would be Ooh. like for moving because some of the walks in the Nether get to be pretty long. Yeah. You could, make, you could make a bunch of loops that go around to one center area. I'll probably have to. That could be kind of fun. If you want. Um, but that will oh. come at a later time. Yeah. Though, do, you, do you remember the time when, uh, you know, I, I didn't really have... I had armor on, but I didn't have any weapons, and I was about to make myself another uh, sword, and then Caleb starts complaining about creepers in his house, and then you teleported me to his house? <laughs> yeah, that was great. I PSOD the second I teleported you. That was instant karma. That was... Yeah. So I was yelling at you, and you couldn't hear me. Because <laughs> you were Wait. gone. Oh, yeah. That's right, BSOD. I was trying to think of what BSOD stood for it's for a not, second. It's not something sexual, don't worry. Damn. It totally should be, though. should be. Wait, if that turns you on, there's something seriously wrong with you. <laughs> well, it turns you off, usually. Only if, she like, <laughs> only if she likes things that are dysfunctional. Oh, man. And she does. She likes me. <laughs> um, you should drink some orange juice. I hear orange juice helps with that. What? Orange, orange are we talking about, like, erectile? Viagra works yeah. well, too. Oh. But that's expensive. Yeah, you know me. It's my right Fine. Go to the drugstore and pick up horny goat weed. How about that? They actually have that. Yes. Um, um, <laughs> you almost made me choke again. <laughs> Perfect. Um, let's see. What else was I going to say? Uh, Savannah oh, yes, is still afraid other, of everything. Savannah is still afraid of everything. She um, has a fortress with like two or three doors and walls and whatnot. <laughs> but it's just a small living space. And it has some great redundancies. 
She puts she puts uh, dirt blocks in front of all of her doors so that they can't knock down the doors. She doesn't do that as much anymore. Okay. They're iron doors. Okay, good. Yeah. Jeez. You haven't been in the server in a long time. I haven't. No, I've just been monitoring it from outside her, of the server and her, talking as God. Her tree farm is built like 10 blocks up and completely lit, so nothing can touch it. It's also like next to the beach, so it's like her beach, but it's above the ground <laughs> so that no enemies can get to it. Cute. I mean, it's a good strategy. Yeah, well, not as good as my Sky Fortress. Well, yeah. well that's just ship. awesome, okay? No enemies can ever get to it. Ian, tell us about the lightsaber. Lightsaber? Oh, yes. Oh, the so, I, I, have, I have a tower, um, which has a few different uh, layers. On the top layer, there is a tree farm, with it started out as just a um, a lava tower. what what would you call it lava beacon basically lava tower lava tower um, that went up basically from the highest you could possibly get and then fell down into the oh, not nearly the highest oh, oh. <laughs> well pretty no, don't get me started pretty damn high I like the process I used to make it by the way it's fun yeah I Sean Sean helped me make that unfortunately when I started making my tree farm then. Um, I'm sorry. If you get the trees apparently within like two blocks from the two or three lava. blocks from within the lava, then they start on fire. So it burned down on several occasions. <laughs> um, so I ended up going up twenty or thirty blocks up, and then cutting off the lava and changing it into a water one from there down. That sounds like a lot of dangerous work. Honestly, I'm sorry I made you go through that. <laughs> it, it, it was, but it it worked. And now, so there's now there's water almost all the way down, and just on the very bottom, there's one more torch. Also, the entire floor of the tree farm is glass, except for the blocks, so you can see everything. It's pretty sweet. Um, below that is basically the transport chamber. There's um, there's just that's where the portal to the nexus is. But also, I just recently added this. There's another little lip that goes out so that I can go and farm the trees, and then when stuff falls down, it won't just fall off the edge. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, so that just happened, and then if you go down, um, all the way oh, down. And it's really close to initial spawn. So the first time you go in the world, that's the first yeah. thing you're gonna see. Is the lightsaber? Yeah, and if you're lost, walk up to the top of that tower from the hidden door that's hard to find, or go to Savannah's house because that's really close to initial spawn too. Yeah. Get in the Nether portal and just go find another place to be. Yeah. But then if you go down, there's, well, I have, basically, I have a spiral staircase that goes all the way down to bedrock, so I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to do with that yet, but I'm maybe planning on building out. I would recommend turning it into a linear staircase, because spiral is very difficult to go up and down when you're mining. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe eventually, but later. Um, And then the other thing that I have is an underground tree farm. Um, and then behind that, at the back of that, there's another, excuse me, there's another staircase that I've started to build. It's going to go down, and I'm going to hollow out a chamber where I basically have um, an octahedron that's been hollowed out. I'm going to hollow out an area for an octahedron and make an octahedron that just sort of sits there in space. It's like an underground. Wait, chamber. octahedron is the three-dimensional... Oh my gosh. So it's going to be like a pyramid and then an upside down pyramid attached on the bottom. Make it all the way to bedrock. We'll see how far down bedrock is and yeah, why not? If Okay, if you need to, because I have uh, admin things or whatever, I can uh, spawn you a shit ton of TNT to help you with that. 
um, if you actually want to undertake. That's cheating. Well, if he's going to undertake hollowing out such a massive chunk of the world, it's I'm not going to say impossible because somebody will prove me wrong with a YouTube video 30 <laughs> seconds later if they wanted to. But, yeah, I could spawn you. I, I could spawn you, a, like, 20 or 30, 64 blocks of TNT to get started on that. I may take you up on that offer, though I'm going to have, I'm going to want to get the staircase down. Because yeah. I'm making another staircase that goes down, and I'll probably... You want, I want you to figure out the math, and figure out the coordinates for yeah, all of your for corners and everything, TNT. and then map out the area before we got started. Yeah. And then decide what kind of interior block you'd want, because you want it to all be the same kind of interior walls, right? So it's all, like, just uniform. Probably. Yeah. Well, for now, I'll, I'll have enough cobblestone to just go shit, batch it crazy with cobblestone. But yeah, And then put numbers on it, and then we can play D&D. <laughs> <laughs> Except I don't think I can quite get that whole thing. I'll make a dodecahedron, okay? Oh, God. Well. <laughs> oh, and then there's also the obelisk that we're going to build. Obelisk. I'm excited for the obelisk. I think I'll... I don't want to let you... Like, I'd love Big to... Big black phallic things. All that all Obsidian. The obsidian, but... Um, all the big black fouls. Obsidian mining is dangerous, and I only have one efficiency three diamond pick, so... Once you go black, you never go back. Sure. But yeah, obsidian obelisk. Sounds like fun. Um, so, reviews. Reviews. Do you want me to save... Um, Dishonored, for, Dishonored next for next weekend? Yeah, probably, because we've been going for quite a while now, I think. Yeah, we have. Yeah. yeah. So... Sean, do you want to tell us about Starforge Alpha? Uh, I got Starforge Alpha recently because it uh, looked interesting. Um, it's very alpha, but they said that in the in the description of the game. They said this game is still very alpha. You can look at it. Um, so you got to take it with a grain of salt when you're playing it. And so I'm, you know, going to review it with a grain of salt because, you know, they gave me the warning. Anyway... It's good. They're on their way to a very good game, I think, if they produce it a lot more. When Starforge gets out of Alpha, it's going to be very fun. As of now, it's kind of like a awkward mixture between uh, like Minecraft, Borderlands, uh, maybe Halo. I don't... It's an awkward mixture. Oh, Tower Defense. Like, these waves of enemies come at you, and you build your defensive structures, and there's a random weapon or procedural procedurally generated weapons and there's a lot of elements that have gone into that game um i like it a lot it just needs a lot more smoothing analogs but it's an alpha so. so it's a first person first person shooter yeah. right yep yeah. awesome <laughs> um and it's all it's all made of cubes like minecraft correct but yeah, but the not. cubes kind of melt into each other when you yeah, put them the, next to each other they connect textures in it more than Minecraft. And it's not in Java, so... <laughs> they have a lot more to work with. Although the crafting isn't nearly as flawless as Minecraft. If you're going in it expecting to craft things like you do in Minecraft, you're not going to have a good time. You know? Uh, but... The visuals it's not as almost easy. look like... I mean, like, like the weapons kind of look like uh, Tribes Ascend weapons. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as good as the Tribes, Tribes Ascend beta. If you guys can go back in time and play Tribes Ascend when it was in beta, do it, because it was really fun then. <laughs> but now Tribes Ascend's just gone the wrong direction. Is it casual? Um, Pay to win. Ah, okay. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a legitimate it, concern. It, it used to be balanced in beta before you know they had to gouge people for money by making better guns and better guns and better guns the way pay to win usually goes. Mm-hmm. You know, it was still in beta. Everything was balanced, about as balanced as Team Fortress is, which is pretty damn balanced. And I, it always blows my mind how uh, uh, Team Fortress 2 manages to keep adding more weapons and everything, and yet it's still balanced. And hats. Oh, yeah, those affect um, things. Yeah, Team Fortress keeps it balanced. But, so it felt balanced like that. And you could either pay to get weapons faster, or the default weapons were balanced against the paid weapons. You know, it was just different stuff you'd get when you paid, and I was okay with that. I put some money into it because I feel okay putting a bit of money into a game because I usually pay for my games. So I was like, yeah, 10, 20 bucks, whatever's fine. Mm-hmm. But now, if you get into it, it's not a good game unless you pay money. And then, you know, you're just one of the people who kills the people who don't pay money to play it. You know, it's it's pay to win now. It used to be really fun, though. I'm, I'm, that's That's it. I don't know why. I feel I like we trans- transitioned into a review of... Yeah, uh... <laughs> we did. Um, so back to uh, Starforge. Um, is it is it multiplayer? Is it co-op? Is I haven't it... tried the multiplayer on it yet, but it opened up just recently. Okay. And the multiplayer is interesting from what I've read about it. I don't know anything, so that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Ian Ian Decker, he played through all of Dishonored Knife of Dunwall, um, but we don't really have time to go over that full review now, so Ian will review that um, next week. I uh, I also bought Knife of Dunwall, but I've only played one mission from it, because I've been busy and haven't played many games at all this week. Um, yeah. We'll see what uh, what else I play, uh, you know, to review soon. What have I? I feel like I bought something. Oh yeah, Antichamber! I'm going to play through Antichamber, and I'm going to review oh, that, because Antichamber is like a terrible mind-bending uh, puzzle game that uses like non-Newtonian space to right. just just Wait, mess with you. Yeah. Um, so Ian went to go on a round, and he's not here right now. But uh, I think we're done. <laughs> um, so thanks for uh, joining us, everybody. This is uh, Ian Buck signing off. Uh, yeah, and Sean. Stop. And Ian Decker loves you too. Have a good week, everybody. Yeah, have a good